Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... This is Tim Staples of Catholic Answers. I'm excited to let you know that I also teach high school apologetics for homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider. There are also recorded independent learning courses at homeschoolconnections.com. Whether you take apologetics with me, literature with Joseph Pierce, or philosophy with Bill Donahue, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, it's a great way to get Catholic learning for your family. This episode is brought to you by Hallow, the number one Catholic app. Hallow has 1,000 audio-guided prayers and meditations for you to deepen your relationship with God. To listen to all of the Hallow meditations for free for 30 days, head to hallow.com slash breadbox. I want to talk about our opponent. They're bigger, faster, stronger, more experienced, and on paper, they're just better. And they know it, too. But I want to tell you something that they don't know. They don't know your heart. This is Patchwork Heart Ministries' Young Catholics Respond, brought to you by Breadbox Media. Now, here's your host, Bill Snyder. Thanks, Adam, and welcome to the program, everybody. I am Bill Snyder. This is Young Catholics Respond, and thank you so very much for joining me today on this episode uh, it's Holy Week, folks, and uh, I am so blessed to be joined by one of my good friends, Kendra Von Esch. As you well know her by now, she is a speaker, podcaster, and author who has a passion to inspire others to deepen their relationship with God and the Catholic faith. Uh, Kendra, welcome to Young Catholics Respond, and thank you so very much for being here on uh, this Holy Week episode. I'm so blessed to be invited. Wow, what an honor. Special week. Thanks, it, Bill. It is, it is. And uh, I'm excited to talk with you, as always, because you just have a wonderful uh, passion for God, passion for the Holy Spirit, and, um, and really to draw people closer in their faith. And, you know, in talking with you and getting ready for this episode, we thought we would talk a little bit about discernment. Uh, and, and I know you've got a lot of great thoughts uh, on that, so I would love to just ask you about discernment and uh, how we can discern and know what God is calling us to do, especially during these holiest of days. Yeah, so of course, God is always calling us into a deeper prayer life with Him, into a deeper walk with Him every day. And I think as we approach this, this the end of the, really going deep into the holiest time of the year, that we can walk in His shoes, we can try to put ourselves in that time of life, the, 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 the time that changed human history. I remember when I was a kid, I never even thought of really Jesus at all during Easter because we kind of weren't even going to Mass. So I just want to call that out to anyone out there who's listening maybe for the first time and dabble in their toe in this Catholic thing because I didn't have a clue of what Mass was, and I really didn't know why Jesus died for us. I didn't even know who Jesus was for crying out loud. I thought Jesus was just God's Son, not God Himself. So 
God can take you on the most amazing ride in your life if you live in the present moment with him, constantly pulling yourself back from worrying about the future. Your shoulders should be kind of falling down from your ears already as I say that to you if you really let go. Okay, I'm not going to worry about, Bill, a baby coming, me, a house that I'm selling, or I have a death in my family. I'm not going to worry about anything but today and being present with God and being grateful for the things and the blessings, not just the physical things, but the spiritual blessings and the graces that came from my visit with my husband's family, how much love was being poured out amongst one another. And yes, it was a very sad time. Hospice is never fun for anyone, but it really was grace-filled as we shared stories and shared tears. It was a very, very emotional, but it was so well worth every, every ounce of ourselves that we really did pour into that time together. And I, I just wish that sometimes we could always look at how precious life is. I have an aspect of my life that is passing away. You have an aspect of life that is coming into existence. And we just sometimes let the busyness of stuff around us really not root us into the moment of life that we have at this very minute. You and me, Bill, we are here together for a reason. We are here to share God's amazing love and amazing transformation in our lives so that we can just inspire others to take one more step closer. So for me, this time, I always watch uh, the Passion of the Christ movie, the one by Mel Gibson and Jim Caviezel. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's seen it. Um, that for me is something that helps me put myself in that time, right? And appreciate all of the suffering that Jesus has really been put through. And it's funny, as I say, all of this suffering I don't think one time I offered up a tear. And so I'm going to have to go back and pray for all those collective tears, offer it up, you know, and make it, make it a little bit more meritorious for Sue's soul and, and all of those who are suffering. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I do that all the time. I'm not good at offering up my suffering. Are you good at that though? Um, no, <laughs> I think that that, I think that that is one of the really hard things to do in, in anything, uh, is to give purpose to pain. And, you know, it, it can be not just the physical pain of, you know, something, you know, stubbing your toe, heart surgery, whatever it might be. It's not just that. It's also, as you alluded to the emotional pain. Uh, and and there's even spiritual pain. I mean, there's there is pain that we have um, that is 
that, that, that can be offered to God. You know, the, the little situations, you know, you talked about how, um, you know, you, you are in transition with, with losing a loved one and I'm welcoming one into the world. And, uh, there's, there's certainly a lot of, uh, busyness as you alluded to around both, right? I mean, there's, you know, preparations mm-hmm. just, just as you are, you know, losing and, and, you know, hanging out with, you know, family and, and really entering into the present moment, um, of that, I am surrounded by the busyness of family coming in a few weeks, uh, boxes <laughs> being unpacked, uh, <laughs> you know, of all this baby stuff and, and the anticipation of that new life. I mean, you know, feeling the baby kick and all of those beautiful things that are, that are coming there. You know, my, my son Elvin is going to be in the world, uh, before we know it. And, um, I, I, I think it, this is a beautiful time to really reflect on Christ's sacrifice and discern what God is calling us to do in these situations, to slow down, to really take the time, because because there are some steps to discernment that I know uh, I, I'd love to talk with you about as well, just to kind of, you know, how do we slow down our minds when the world is spinning to be able to recognize the voice of God, to be able to say, okay, this is what's important do these things because that is that is the hardest thing I think for most people to understand. Yeah, it's it is the <laughs> quieting of your mind, body, soul, and spirit because that is what we're made of, and you can't be successful as we've seen in the Bible. It's it's not in the roaring fire and the wind. It's in the in the silence that we're going to hear. God's movement. And when I say here, it may not be audibly. Some it might be. It, I don't have that. Mine is always a, a thought that comes into my head or, or uh, as people somewhat describe, he put that on my heart. And for me, sometimes it can come out of the blue. And other times I have to know the difference between my, my <laughs> will, my desires, Satan's input, because he loves to take something good that God has and then er, twist it just a little bit, take it off course. And then, of course, God's will. And when I say discernment, I'm not um, we're not going to talk today, Bill, about like right and wrong. We should know God's will in those circumstances. <laughs> so this is going to be those, you know, couple of kind of maybe life-changing decisions for you, for example. Maybe you and your wife were concerned and had to decipher, if, you know, just is now the time that we should be having a baby or others getting married or taking a job or leaving a job or starting a a new career or ministry or something that they've never done before. And how do I discern that this is God's will for me? And in a lot of cases, people may not know the two different types of lives. So for example, you not having a child before, you know, only one life, right? Me and a married life with my wife. I don't know what a life is going to be like with a child, but you do have a concept, right? So when you sat and you kind of weighed out, you probably maybe even 
stuck a pen to the paper and kind of looked at the numbers and things like that, or maybe not, right? Some people do, some people don't. But in the end, you probably had, you were open to life. Let's just say that. And you trusted God in this case, right? And he blessed you with a child and you've never been in that situation before. But if you had to choose and you went through that physical process. So now I have to ask you, did, was, was it something that you discerned as a couple or did, were you just pleasantly surprised one day and you were just open? And if God gave you life, God gave you life. How did that happen for you guys? Uh, you know, honestly, I think we really talked about it Um Prior to marriage and knowing that both of us were not in our 20s anymore, um, we we knew that if we were going to be open to life and uh, we we wanted to do it early in our um, in in our in our marriage, we wanted to have children early in our marriage. Um, and I mean, not to say that we weren't going to have them later in marriage. I mean, whatever, whatever God's plan is, we'll, we'll listen. You know, I mean, I don't think that, uh, you know, I want to stress that to our listeners. I mean, you know, we're going to be obedient to God's plan for our lives, but at the same time, um, we're, we're, you know, we're looking at it and discerning it. And we said, you know, if we're going to do this, we, we, we really feel that, we we want to be able to enjoy the 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 youth of our child and as we get older in age i mean i'm going to be uh 36 uh, you know next month so or this month i should say so uh that's that's there you know that's that's something that is is there that you have to look at um and and agnes is over th- she's she's in her mid thirties too, so uh, you know we we really prayed about it. We really thought about it, and as a couple, and and we said, okay, God, you know, if, if this is going to happen, we're going. We, we would like it to happen um, early, early in our marriage, and sure enough, you know, God is faithful. Awesome, awesome <laughs> story, and I think you know. So if someone's going through the process too, you did a little discernment and you said, okay, and you, you had a hope and a dream and God fulfilled it. And others may be like, well, yeah, I'm just like him and we want it and it's not happening. And so that's where that whole, okay, keep. So first step for me is you put yourself in silence and you have the two decisions. You keep your life the same with no children And then you listen to how your body feels. You listen to, you know, your heart, what thoughts come into your mind. Are you anxious about it? Are you peaceful about it? And then you put yourself in the other decision, right? The other lifestyle. And you actually live it for a while. You kind of put yourself in it for a day, a month. What would my life be like every single day if I did that instead of the other one? And you do the same vice versa and you pay attention to how your body feels and are you peaceful? Are you anxious? Um, Now there's, there's a little bit of, um, I would say excitement that comes with something that's new that maybe you've never done before. 
And I wouldn't confuse that with anxiety because when I chose to leave my executive career for ministry, I didn't know what to do. (laughs) I didn't have the first thing of how I was going to make it happen, but I was excited about the decision and I just kind of let God open doors as I would walk. Another door would open and then another door. And so I kind of, you know, trusted his leadership there. And that's the ongoing discernment because discernment, unless it's a child, <laughs> you can't kind of turn that decision back. You know what I mean? Um, dear, you got a baby, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know that one. Um, but other ones, right? If you do, you could, people choose to get divorced. Should you get divorced, right? You have to discern with a priest, um, you know, specifically what's going on in your own marriage. And sometimes in some cases, yes, I do believe that there have been recommended divorces based on information that, you know, you get, gets shared with the priest, but we're not marriage counseling here. So I digress. Talk to a priest, talk to a canon lawyer, not Kendra Von Esch. Disclaimer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But moving along. um, When, you know, when you live your life, you do have to continue to discern. Because I had things that were coming my way and I had to decide, okay, do I do this or do I do that? Do I do this or do I do that? And then a lot of times I thought I was going to do them all. And God like only really let one of them kind of move forward. And, and you know, you also have to keep discerning throughout your life and with changes in the seasons of your life, what you should continue to do. And so that's that ongoing discernment that you have to double check in with God so that you don't do something that evil wants you to do and you don't do something that like your own ego or pride wants to do. And that's, those are the three things you're always checking with God on. Is this me? Is this evil? Or is this you, God? What about you? How do you discern? Amen. Um, I, I think that that's some really good tips on, on discernment. Is it me? Is it my ego? Uh, those, those things are key. Uh, what I want to do, Kendra, real quick is take a break, and then when we come back, uh, continue this oh, yeah. uh, conversation. Uh, but yes, um, we're going to take a short break here on Young Catholics Respond. I'm Bill Snyder. Today, my guest is Kendra Von Isch. Don't go anywhere. Patchwork Heart Ministry is committed to sowing hope into broken hearts by helping young people encounter the love of Jesus Christ and His Catholic Church through prayer, storytelling, and media initiatives. We invite you to prayerfully consider supporting this mission financially. Mail your tax-deductible donation to Patchwork Heart Ministry at P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, zip code 53147. Or visit patchworkheart.org to donate online. That's Patchwork Heart Ministry, P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, 53147, or online at patchworkheart.org. Hi, everybody. Bill Snyder here. Just want to thank you for listening to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. And as a founder of Patchwork Heart Ministry, we have so much more going on than just our podcasts. Check it out at patchworkheart.org. What's the S stand for? 
It's not an S. On my world, it means hope. Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. Once again, Bill Snyder. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. I'm Bill Snyder. Today, my guest is Kendra Von Esch. And right before the break, Kendra asked me about how I discern. What are some of the things that I do to discern? And because today we're talking about discernment. It's Holy Week. It's actually Holy Thursday. Uh, so happy Holy Thursday to everybody uh, that's out there. If you're listening to this on uh, Friday or Saturday, uh, happy Holy Week. Happy Triduum. But um, I... Uh, to answer your question, Kendra, about discernment, you know, one of the things that I think is really important is to steep yourself in prayer. And uh, I, you know, before I make a decision, I, I really try to pray. I, I really try to just pray and and put yourself in the presence of God. Because as we talked about earlier, uh, you know, when when we're making decisions, especially decisions that are at a point where um, you're making momentous life decisions, marriage, uh, divorce, uh, the, whatever it is, those big ones, you know, having children, you've, you've got to root it in prayer and you've got to still, still the mind really bring it, bring it to a peaceful area of your life. And so that's one of the things that I do uh, is just try and pray uh, you know, the, the other day I had an Uber ride. Um, I was in my old hometown um, doing doctor's appointments and running errands and stuff um, where, uh, down in Lake Geneva. And uh, I, I turned on my Uber app to drive home and uh, back, back to Milwaukee. And <laughs> lo and behold, I got a trip. Instead of going back to Milwaukee, I drove down to McHenry, Illinois. And um, oh, yes. I know the area. Yeah. That's not a that's not a short drive, my friend. <laughs> no, I know. Ah. Uh, so it was like a 45 minute drive the other way. And <laughs> and uh, but but here's the very interesting thing. I was within minutes of the uh, parish that where my former spiritual director has 24 seven Eucharistic adoration. And so. I'm sitting there going, oh, I got to get home. I've got to go back. But I'm five minutes away from this place, and I'm going to go in and, you know, stop in and say hi to Jesus for five minutes and and go um, use the bathroom in his church because, you know, it's been a long ride. So uh, so I drive over <laughs> to the Eucharistic Adoration Chapel, and I, I use the bathroom. I sign in, and I, and I have a few minutes of adoration with Jesus. And I'll tell you, on the Monday of Holy Week, like, I am extremely busy, and I am, you know, doing a million things uh, with getting ready for this baby, but those five minutes, you know, just those five minutes, and I, and I can't even say that I was super attentive in my, in my five minutes of, of worship. I say a few Hail Marys, a few Our Fathers, I just thank Jesus for allowing me to be in his presence for, a, for five minutes, and mm-hmm. um, those five minutes set the tone for the Holy Week. Right. Like, you know, so so w- that was even a little discernment, you know, like, should I really do this? Uh, yeah, duh. that's kind of a no brainer. But <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I should. I'm five minutes away and I have to go to the bathroom anyway. You know, why use the bathroom at a gas station when I can use it at Eucharistic Adoration? Like, it makes no sense. So, you know, but but in that discernment process, steeping it in prayer now, the Holy Week, which I don't I don't 
right now in my life, I don't have the the ability to, to do a holy hour, right? Like I don't have the ability to sit there and do a holy hour uh, right now, um, you know, in, in my life uh, because I'm getting ready to welcome a child. But um, those five minutes were were like awesome. So, so I, I just encourage people, you know, listen to the active voice of the Holy Spirit. And then there's also like circumstance, you know, there you are, you know, right next to Holy Apostles Parish, uh, you know, here you are, stop in, say hello. Um, and, 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 and that set the tone for my Holy Week. It was beautiful on Monday, uh, to be able to do that. So, um, you know, that, that's a little gift from God. And I, and I think really steep your discernment in prayer. Love it. Love it. And I forgot, I don't think I mentioned that when I said to put yourself in those two decisions, I also meant in adoration. I do think it's important to not only steep yourself in prayer, but be in front of the Lord. And unfortunately, for some big decisions, it may take some time. You may have to come back over and over again and re- Put yourself back, you know, re put yourself in the presence of Jesus, ask him to help you to give you clear signs, right? Give you that calm feeling, give you that peaceful fleece of warmth that, you know, flows through your body as you put yourself in that specific, you know, decision and let it sit for a while because here's what's going to happen. You may then have decision remorse, right? Like you, okay, Lord, we're ready and we'd rather have it soon. And then all of a sudden, boom, <laughs> you now have a baby, right? And it's, it's legit. The doctor's tests prove it. And now panic a little bit may set in, not saying it's set in with you, <laughs> but with some people, <laughs> it may be a very, it was with me. The minute that my husband said, yes, to me, leaving my career for ministry, I freaked out in a big way. And I jumped into ministry like it was a business. And I started, you know, putting project plans together. And I wasn't allowing God to lead me. I was doing what I knew, which was kind of business and project management, because I was in IT. We always had projects going. Progress was my measure, right? So I could go to my husband and say, well, I created my book and I designed it and I got it published. And now I'm, I've got the website and I'm putting in the content and I'm working on photos. And like I could say, look at all these things that I got done. And then when I was working with my spiritual director, he said to me, you're going to have to unlearn everything that you've learned in corporate America with ministry. He says, progress is sometimes sinful, Billy, Billy Snyder, I'm talking to you, no guilt, but God saying, spend that hour with me, because I remember he did it to me when I was in the middle of my taxes, my first year in business, and I didn't know what I was doing, and I freaked out, and I thought, there's no way I have time to go sit with him, but he called me in, just like he called you, I said, five minutes. I didn't want any more because I had all day. I had to procrastinate and finish this tax stuff. I was waited till like the 14th of April. It was brutal. So anyway, I slid in and he ended up asking me to stay for a while. And I stayed for an hour. My, I was so calm. I went home. I asked him to help me with all of my tasks. 
not only did I get my taxes done in peace and I wasn't freaking out about it at all, but I got three or four more things on my list done that I would have never thought I would have gotten done. I thought I would be doing my taxes all day, you know, because I just didn't <laughs> do anything with any receipts. So Absolutely. I'm just saying maybe, especially this time, finding that hour, not, you know, and, and spending it with him and allowing him to shower his peace and his, his love and what he's done for you on you in that adoration chapel. Okay. No guilt though. Absolutely. No, that's for for everybody. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And, you know, spending quality time with God, I think is the number one thing you're going to find out about discernment. Uh, it make, it makes the process so much easier when you spend that quality time with God. And of course, Eucharistic adoration is one of the best things you can do. Uh, it's Holy Thursday. So, um, spend that time, you know, if you, if you go to mass tonight, uh, spend that time, you know, adoring Jesus, uh, you know, in, in the chapel of reservation at your parishes. If you, if you have, you know, the ability to do that, do that tonight, because it's a great night to really adore Jesus. Um, but Kendra, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming on and, and really delving into these topics uh, and, and going deep into them uh, with us here on Young Catholics Respond. I always appreciate you and your friendship. And uh, and let us know briefly what's coming up for you. I know uh, there is an event uh, coming up through the Catholic Women of Faith uh, 14th Annual Conference in Tennessee, I think April 24th. But let people know a little bit uh, more about that. Perfect. They can just go to my website at KendraVonEsch.com, all one word. Go to the events tab and just click on the link for more information. Awesome. Well, Kendra, thank you so very much and uh, look forward to talking with you again as always. Take care, Bill. Happy Holy Week. Likewise. You too. And uh, folks, this has been an episode of Young Catholics Respond. Until next time, from all of us here at Patrick Art Ministry, I'm Bill Snyder. Keep beating to your Catholic heart. You've been listening to Young Catholics Respond, a radio initiative of Patrick Hart Ministry. To learn more about our ministry and program, visit us at patrickhart.org. Or to get exclusive access and early ministry updates, become our patron on Patreon by searching for Patchwork Heart Ministry. Did you enjoy this podcast? Listen to other podcasts from Patchwork Heart Ministry by following Patchwork Heart Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree.